Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 129 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the 25th chapter of Matthew today and our focus is on the least of these. What separates those who get into heaven from those who do not? So this is a daily, roughly 10-minute show where we talk about one chapter of, of the Bible We try to break down its truths and seek to follow it and learn it and please Jesus in that way. Thank you all for listening. Our website is Bible2021.com. You can get in touch with us there. Send in a question or a comment and read show notes. So the first sermon I ever preached was when I was a sophomore or junior in college. I mean, the first sermon to like adults. I wasn't an adult myself. Uh, I was young, and it was around 1991 when it happened. And the text I preached on is in today's passage, Matthew 25, 31-46, the parable of the sheep and the goats. And the reason I chose that text to preach my very first sermon on was because reading it, it kind of blew me away. And I did that thing the week leading up to preaching where I just went all through the Bible, like, what am I going to preach on? What am I going to preach on? Oh, wait, what is this? Like, it blew me away. I'd read the passage before, I'm sure, but didn't pay enough attention to it, and I'd never heard a sermon preached on it as far as I could recall. And in this parable, Jesus separates a group into sheep on one side and goats on the other. Now, it's people, but he uses a metaphor here. He turns to the sheep on the right and invites them into the blessed heaven prepared for them by God. And he gives them the reason why he is inviting them into heaven. In verse 35 and 36, it says, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Now, these people ask the obvious questions, not exactly remembering their visit to Jesus in prison or that they took care of him when he was sick. And he replies, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. One of the most astonishing statements of Jesus in the Bible is that we can minister to Jesus somehow in a very real and tangible way by taking care of the least, least in money, least in health, least in freedom, least in food, least in number of friends, all of these leasts and more. When we love them and take care of their needs, says Jesus, We are doing it for and to him. Mind-blowing. And then Jesus turns to the goats on his left, and he tells them something terrifyingly different. Depart from me, you accursed goats, into the hellfire prepared for you, the devil and his angels. And perhaps they're too stunned to ask Jesus why they have to depart from them and go into hell. But Jesus tells them anyway, verses uh, 42 and 43. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. I was naked, and you didn't clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you didn't take care of me. So the question is obvious. Racking their brains and not being able to remember a single time they saw Jesus Christ, the most famous person that ever lived, in trouble and needing help. Surely they think, If we'd seen Jesus like the actual Jesus, they would have helped him, right? But they didn't see Jesus, did they? They didn't know Jesus needed food or water or 
shelter or help or love or a place to stay. And Jesus answers their objections straight away. Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. And then after that devastating line, there's no appeal, no time to apologize, no repentance, nothing but the immediate execution of judgment. The sheep are led to heaven and the goats to eternal destruction. One of the most sobering scriptural teachings of Jesus, and maybe one we don't pay nearly enough attention to, given that this isn't just a life or death matter, but this is an eternal life or death matter. Well, let's read the passage through, because there are two more powerful teachings in this passage as well. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the groom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the the foolish took their lamps, they didn't take oil with them, but the wise ones took oil in their flasks with their lamps. When the groom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. In the middle of the night, there was a shout, There's the groom! Come out to meet him! Then all the virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise ones, Give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. The wise ones answered, No, there won't be enough oil for us and you. Go instead to those who sell oil and buy some for themselves. For yourselves, when they had gone to buy some, the groom arrived, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the rest of the virgins also came and said, Master, Master, open for us. He replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore be alert, because you don't know either the day or the hour. For it's just like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave ten talents, to another two talents, and to another one talent, depending on each man's ability. Then he went on a journey. Immediately the man who had received five talents went and put them to work and earned five more. In the same way, the man with two earned two more. But the man who had received one talent went off dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've earned five more talents. The master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man with two talents also approached, and he said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man who had received one talent also approached and said, Master, I know you're a harsh man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. His master replied to him, You evil, lazy servant, if you knew that I weep where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw this good-for-nothing servant into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels, angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, just as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. 
Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry, and feed you, or thirsty, and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger, and take you in, or without clothes, and clothe you? When did we see you in sick, or in prison, and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will also say to those on the left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. I was naked, and you didn't clothe me, sick and in prison, and you didn't care for me. Then they too will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or without clothes or sick or in prison and not help you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So let's close out with a few words from Spurgeon on the least of these, plus our memory verse of the month. First, Spurgeon says, We show our love to Christ when we sing of him and when we pray to him. But if there were no sons of need in the world, we should lose the sweet privilege of evidencing our love by ministering and giving to his poorer brethren. He has ordained that thus we should prove our love, standing not in word only, but indeed in truth. If we really love Christ, we will care for those who are loved by him. Those who are dear to him will be dear to us. That let us then look upon it not as a duty, but as a privilege to relieve the poor of the Lord's flock, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, and as much as you have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me." Surely this assurance is sweet enough and this motive strong enough to lead us to help others with a willing hand and a loving heart, recollecting that all we do for his people is graciously accepted by Christ as done to himself. Amen. Well, let us close with our memory verse of the month of May, the Great Commission, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.